All right. Welcome to the first edition of the Designators Podcast. We are your hosts, Michael Dawson, Jack Handel. We are here to talk about sports. Our first four topics of uh, our podcast are going to be talked about this first episode. What are our topics, Handel? They're going to be top five NBA players, NBA final prediction, top NFL players by position, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and Super Bowl prediction. All right. Uh, I guess we're just getting right started. What's the uh, first, first one you want to go with? Top five NBA players. I'll let you have this one. All right. Um, I think the top three are kind of a given after watching the finals. Obviously, you already know me. I'm a big LeBron fan. I'm going to have to go with including injuries. Like mm, That's I, what we're doing. I agree. Yeah. Including that. injuries. Including injuries. I'm going to have to put – I'm going to have to put – it's going to be hard, but I'm going to have to put Kawhi at one, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think Kawhi is the best player in, in the league. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go LeBron at two. I think LeBron and KD are kind of are like close. KD might be mm-hmm. a little farther, but KD obviously has the injury. So I'm going to go KD at three. This is where it gets a little tricky for me. I'm going to go Anthony Davis at four and Giannis at five. Giannis yeah, at five. All right, for me... If we're including injuries, like I said, I'm going to go KD at one. He Last three years, he won two finals MVPs. and they pro- If he stayed healthy the whole series, they, I think they beat the Raptors for sure. That is, uh, I would have to agree with that. I, would, I, would agree. I think they beat the Raptors for sure. Then I go LeBron and Kawhi at two or three. I'm giving a slight edge to LeBron at two just because 16 years in the league, he's done what he's done. And personally, before this year, I wasn't the biggest fan of Kawhi. And I, I'm not taking anything away from his championship. But I would like to see him lead another team to a championship just because he did get a lot of breaks with Joel being hurt and sick. And then the Warriors, you all know what happened to the Warriors. So I'd like to see Kawhi repeat success again. Then I might be able to put him over LeBron. And then four and five, I'm pointing Steph because Steph is the most – he's – the easiest superstar to play with that you can that's, with that's the way he runs true. off ball on that. That's true. He's easy superstar to play with. Oh, I, I would agree depending. I say easiest superstar depending on who you are. If you're like a shooter, uh, I say LeBron. If you're like a ball dominant well, player. If you're a ball dominant player, I say yeah, Steph. Well, I'm just saying like because yeah. even if you are a shooter and all that, like you still gotta know how LeBron like because you still gotta know yeah. what spots LeBron goes to and all that. Like, yeah. Steph he so you're going to – Superstar, you can easily just fit in with him a lot easier. That's right. And then I'm around out with Anthony Davis at number five because cause, uh, he's just walking 26 and 12. And people yeah, I mean, forget how yeah. good he was because he sat out a lot this year. But for all of his career, you know, two seasons ago, he swept the Blazers in the playoffs. And then, of course, he beat the war- – he got yeah. killed by the Warriors. But he is a really good player. He is. He is. I gotta say, I my top five was similar to yours mm-hmm. at first, but like looking at the way, because I gotta, I'm like I said, like you were talking about how you don't want to take anything away from Kawhi. Kawhi yeah. is like I watched some of the plays where he, there was one time in Game Six. I remember in Game Six, no, it wasn't Game Six. It was Game Five. Was it Game? It was Game Five. Yeah, they were playing in Toronto, and mm-hmm. the whole commotion of like Katie getting hurt and everything. Yeah. Down the stretch of the game, like Kawhi goes complete takeover mode, goes goes on like a 10-0 run by himself, hits a couple threes, 
Mm-hmm. Like, and like that was, that's like, even if you take KD, you go back a couple years, like that's the best team. Obviously, people have like changed. Draymond's gotten a little worse. K- Clay wasn't 100%. But and let's be honest, since they added KD, they lost a lot of their depth, which was what made them that Warriors they, they, team. They, they did lose all, a lot of the bench, which was, I don't know, which is true. But I mean, you still got the overall core, solid team. I think what he did was really impressive. And again, I'm not taking anything away from his championship. Let me ask you this Does Kawhi beat the Sixers if Joel is healthy? I'm going to have to go no. Exactly. I think that they I mean, quite an incredible shot. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I would have to agree. I have to agree. Honestly, I think that we like looking a little forward. Mm-hmm. The way the way I like because you watch videos and how Giannis has improved and Giannis has improved, yeah. like over even like the year before the last one to till last year, how much he's improved. Mm-hmm. I think Giannis simply becoming kid like because Giannis was hitting was hitting consistent jumpers versus the Celtics mm-hmm. I don't remember the exact percentages versus Celtics I had to look it up but mm-hmm. he was hitting consistent jumpers I feel like the, how much he's going to improve I think that you obviously they lost a lot of their depth but mm-hmm. I think they could beat the Raptors even if they had Kawhi well the thing with Giannis was that I the reason why I have Anthony Davis over Giannis because I think Giannis against the Raptors he just got exposed in the playoffs for his lack of a jump shot. Cause, like, Anthony Davis, they lose in the playoffs because I think the teams that he was just versing was just better than his. I would agree. But Giannis, I think they, like, supporting cast-wise, they go toe-to-toe with Toronto's. And I think at the end of the day, Giannis got exposed in the play- by Kawhi, by um, Ibaka. Like, Pascal was on him for a while. Yeah, like, even Siakam. Yeah. Siakam, like, I think – his inability to consistently be able to shoot just really puts him down. And yeah. next year, if he works on his jump shot, I guess even consistent mid-ranger at least. It even, if he it, get that, yeah. that would be all he needs to be in that top five. It even shows how, like, and, it, and I would agree, like, even if he had, like, because DeRozan can't shoot at all, but if even if he had, like, a DeRozan consistent mid-range game where he could, like, mm-hmm. if he had, like, that kind of pull-up, yeah. or even that thought, like, like, because Giannis is coming down the court, yeah. Or if he ISOs me, like, I'm not, like, my first thought isn't going to be, uh, he's going to go between his legs and then pull up. Like, he's probably mm-hmm. going to go between his legs and then Euro step and then try to dunk on you. Mm-hmm. He's going to go directly through you. So, I, mm-hmm. I would agree. I think, well, that's the reason, what... I think the reason they lost versus the Raptors is because, A, Giannis didn't have great games. But, B, there were shots that, that against the Celtics, the, the Bucks bench played incredibly. That is true. Then, I'll say that the Bucks and then like incredible. And then like the Bucks wouldn't hit shots. Like Giannis would be creating, they'd miss. Mm-hmm. And like there's only so much one person can do. Like I, I I I see a lot of Giannis. Like last year, I see a lot of like early LeBron in him. Like Loki. Mm-hmm. Like obviously LeBron was more dominant, but and he was he's also a lot more. I think he had a more polished game mm-hmm. than he did, but. Like, I see a lot of that in him. Like, Giannis' team is way better, but mm-hmm. it evens out because LeBron's better. So, I, I don't know. I see a lot of that. Like, if, like, if you had a better supporting cast, a more consistent supporting cast, I think they, they could have won. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is, because I don't think Brogdon was completely healthy, so that really hurts their team mm-hmm. in the conference finals. And, yeah. But even then, like, I know this is two years ago, and Giannis is even, like, a year younger than he already is right now. But, like, Al Horford. 
I love Al Horford. He can defend really well, but Giannis, like, he should not be able to defend a guy as quick as Giannis. But you shouldn't. With Giannis's inability to consistently be able to shoot, it's just easier for a guy like Al Horford yeah. to guard him. Yeah. And stuff like that, you know. And then it's like, it's like, I'm trying to think of who they, I know their matchups, like, Middleton, solid defender, great mm-hmm. player. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I wouldn't even think twice. Let's say, like, let's say we're playing, or let's say we're playing 2K. Like, if I'm playing 2K, I'm putting Giannis on Kawhi. Giannis yeah. didn't guard Kawhi. He guarded Siakam. Siakam's good, but mm-hmm. you put your bet, like, you go, like, I don't know. If you're the best player, you're not the best player. That's my opinion. Like, Kawhi guards KD. Well, with how much Kawhi had to create and score for them on the offensive end, it's tough to put Kawhi on the other team's best player for the whole game. That's true. Because Kawhi was the offense. Like, you, you do not rely and, on Kyle Lowry to create the offense. Yeah, that, that's, that's the same thing for Giannis, too. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I agree. And is a great defender. I'm nothing. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. like you don't rely on Kyle Lowry to create your offense. You know, Like, Pascal Siakam can have good games here and there. But, like, you don't want to be your consistent, like, you know. He can't, like, like he can't really handle the mm-hmm. ball enough. He's going to be fine, but. That's what I'm saying. Like, he can have those good scoring games and all that, but that's why I don't put Kawhi in the best yeah. places. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Mm-hmm. I think from, like, a Western con- – obviously, Kawhi's in the Western conference now, but I feel like as far as a KD and LeBron, like, let's talk about, like, complete – like, they're both healthy. Like, like let's say hypothetically they're both healthy. Mm-hmm. Um. I still think that, like, low-key, even if he was healthy, I still have to put LeBron over over KD only because, like, I just think what LeBron does for his team is is just bigger than KD's. I think that Kevin, Kevin Durant, like, I watched a video on, I think it was a YouTube channel called Thinking Basketball, something like that. And this guy goes into, like, why Kevin Durant has, like, has – benefited so much from playing with people like Clay Thompson and Steph Curry. He talks about how, like, he talks about how, like, people on, like, a two-on-one situation, right? Or, like, a, let's say, let's say two-on-one, like, or two-on-two situation, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm bringing the ball down court and I'm Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant's in the right corner, chances are the people, the person who's guarding me is probably not going to play me at half court because I can't shoot that well. Mm-hmm. The problem is that People are so worried about Steph Curry's shooting and Klay Thompson's shooting that they tend to – they can't sit in the paint mm-hmm. and help on KD. They mm-hmm. can't do that but because there's people in the corner who actually make shots. It wasn't – like, when 2016, he had Roberson and, and Westbrook, two incon- seriously inconsistent shooters. Mm-hmm. Like, now you've got Klay, Steph – even Draymond can hit it a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, I'll leave Draymond on him. But, like, you can – even Draymond, well, you can leave him on him. If you leave him on he'll shoot it. Mm-hmm. So, like it shows how Kevin Durant benefits a lot. So I think that LeBron being the consistent best player everywhere he goes, mm-hmm. and how and how without LeBron, I don't think they're going anywhere. I think that even even if like if Clay wouldn't have gotten hurt, I think the Warriors low key they still could have probably won the finals. Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, one I last know. point before you got to move on, but yeah. I agree with the KD, the K with the Warriors thing, but um. Like I think, Katie's just unguardable to me. Like he's the most unguardable player true. in the league. He is. He is. And I think LeBron, 
he puts up because he's still my second best player. He puts up all these great numbers, and I just don't think he can carry a team like he could. Like, and obviously he got hurt. I know, like at the end of the season, he was playing hurt. Whatever, whatever. But I don't know if he can carry a team like he could three, four, like even two years ago with the Cavs, will bring him to the finals. I don't know if he's going to be able to do that. With the, and obviously, he has I don't. Davis. I don't think. I don't know if he's there. I don't know if he's there still. But I feel like I feel like the player is still there. Like. I feel like the potential is still there. Like, mm-hmm. like I always say, like I know I've told you this a lot, but I always say how 28, 8, and 8, like, those, those are, like, incredible numbers. Obviously, mm-hmm. he played, like, 60 games, so there's, a, there's an asterisk next to it. But mm-hmm. he played those games, he played many of, like, many of those games with an injury that a lot of people would be sitting out from. Mm-hmm. Like, to have those kind of numbers – and almost carrying the team to the playoffs without. Plus, Lonzo got hurt. Like they were a third seed at one point before Lonzo and him got hurt. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I feel like he's still there. I feel like we're gonna see. I feel like, I feel like we're gonna see a a bit of like a, I, I, like like take it like lightly, but like a bit of a reincarnated LeBron. Like, I guess. Like I feel like he's gonna be different. I feel like he's gonna be moving a lot more, more into it, more active, mm-hmm. more like more like active on defense, more wanting to play. You're going to see it. That's just my opinion. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. We got to move on here. But So, next topic is the NBA final predictions. Okay. So, what do you, what, who do you think is going to come out the West and the East? I'm going to have to go with Lakers and Bucks. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Why Lakers? Think, why Lakers? Why Lakers? I think that the Lakers, and, like, you hear, like, rumblings of that, like, lineup that they're going to run with, like, LeBron at point. Like, I feel like they have a – I feel like Kawhi, obviously, not signing, kind of held them about, held them back a little bit on signing some key players. Like, they could have maybe got Beverly. But I feel like even if – even with Kawhi not signing, you look at some of the players mm-hmm. they signed, like like Avery Bradley, like Caldwell Pope. Like, these are some – like Danny Green. Like, mm-hmm. especially Danny Green. Like, that's championship DNA right there. He's a veteran. He knows what he's doing. He's going to do the right – he's going to play good defense. He's going to make the right plays. Mm-hmm. Plus, with LeBron – Playmaking, it's gonna. I think it's gonna be incredible to mm-hmm. watch. I think they match up well against every single team. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's pretty self-explanatory, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I guess, especially with Boogie. I feel like, like with Boogie coming out and saying he's saying fire, ready to go. Anthony Davis. We already know what Anthony Davis can do. Like, and that's on a team where he wanted to win, but they had no chance of winning. Versus the Warriors, yeah. that one, they were gonna get killed regardless. Like, they didn't. Yeah. They weren't gonna have last year. When Boogie went down, they weren't like they didn't have a chance. So mm-hmm. with Anthony Davis wanting to win, like wanting to play to the point because he can see that championship is like there. Like it's 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 a visual. He can get there. Like he's yeah. gonna be even better. It's gonna be incredible to watch. Mm-hmm. For the Bucks, I think that Giannis is just gonna take it to the next level. I can see him I can see him if he can hit a if he can hit a three pointer at any sort of consistency, like even like like, not Joel Embiid, because even that's kind of low. Like, if, if he can get to, like, 38%, 40% from the three-point line, just to Dude, make that's, sure. That's a sharpshooter right there, 40%. I mean, 40% on, like, not that many attempts. He's not shooting the ball that many times. Mm-hmm. But, like, like, if he even shot four a game and made – if he okay, if he shot three a game and made one, like, I'd, I'd be cool with that. Because at least he's shooting to the point where people have to step out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's what I can see. Also, I think that they're going to – I think like if – with no, like, because I, I think they lost Meritage. I would mm-hmm. like to see how they would, if they would, if they could do, like, a, if they can adapt 
into more of a pick and roll team with Giannis at the pick and roll, put Brooke Lopez and the shooters out wide, and just let mm-hmm. Eric, maybe Eric Bledsoe create, or maybe like not even okay, Brock because Brock is on the Pacers now, right? Yeah. Okay, so like that, that's stuck. That's hot hurts too. I forgot my thought, but yeah. I feel like if Bledsoe can create with Giannis, maybe running a pick and roll, I think they're gonna be deadly. Also, like like I look at like the teams competing out there, like no Oladipo for the Pacers for a while, like. Mm-hmm. No KD for the Nets. Mm-hmm. No Kawhi for the Raptors. Like I feel mm-hmm. like it's the Bucks. Like I feel like this is the this is if this is the if this is the year. Like if they're gonna win at all, this is the year for the Bucks. That's just that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. For me, I have to agree with you to the lesser conference. I'm gonna have to put um the Lakers in there, and I'll choose the Lakers because I think they have the best one like one two duo with Ozzy, LeBron, and Anthony Davis. Yeah, and I like the Clippers a lot, but their lack of front court depth is really scary. Like I know their defense is great, but like the Lakers' best three players are LeBron, Davis, and you maybe say Kuzma, but I'll still put it Demarcus Cousins over Kuzma for right now. And yeah, I don't know who they're gonna have to guard those three. Like their best big man defenders. Montrez Harrell, and he's 6'8". Like, I don't know who you're going to put him on. Exactly. But the only the only scary part about for the Lakers is I don't know who they're going to be guarding. I really don't. LeBron doesn't play defense like he once did. Kuzma's not a great defender. Rondo's not a great defender. Like, I mean, they have Kuzma, Davis. Kuzma's an hard defender. He doesn't play too much defense, but... I feel like he's solid. Plus, you got you have you're bringing in Danny Green. I know, yeah. I agree. They're Anthony Davis, Bradley. Anthony Davis is an incredible defender. He can guard. I Anthony Davis. I feel like you could probably say Anthony Davis can guard three through three through five. Mm-hmm. Like if they put if they like, I don't know who the, who the Clippers would start. I feel like they'd probably start maybe Paul George a shooting guard, maybe Paul George a small forward, like Kawhi a power forward. Yeah, like I feel like I feel like Anthony Davis could hold his own against Paul George or Kawhi. No, you, put LeBron on, you put LeBron on the other one. Like, if they can have, like, Avery Bradley and Danny Green on Lou Williams, like, I can work with that. Especially knowing Montrez Harrell's down low on Boogie. Like, I'm straight, honestly. Mm-hmm. No, I, I have no, I mean, but Boogie, Boogie's not moving. Like, because Montrez Harrell, he's, like, Boogie, Montrez Harrell scored a lot from the Lou Williams Harrell pick and roll. Yeah. Boogie's not moving that. Especially with all his injuries he's been having recently, he's not moving. He's not guarding a pick and roll for anything. He's too slow for that. He's not. Um, like I said, Rondo, Boogie Slow. I like Anthony Davis should be able to m- make them a average defensive team by himself just for how good he is. Yeah. But LeBron, Kuzma, Boogie is just scary. And Rondo's like getting older, too. He's not playing. Like, that's scary for people that can't play much defense. That's why I feel like I, w- I would agree. I think LeBron's defense last year was underrated. Mm-hmm. Like, once again, I don't want to refer back to it a lot, but that same channel, like, Thing basketball, I think it's what it's called on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like they talk about how like LeBron's defense is underrated. Like how much he does, how much attention he brings on offense helps his defense a lot too. And also, he also tries to guard the best player. His help defense awareness is incredible. Mm-hmm. Now and now that he has, to, he doesn't even have to worry about it a lot more. Like even last year, he had some solid, solid defenders. But now that he has AD locking down the middle, mm-hmm. Avery Bradley, Danny Green, like these are like honestly. If Anthony Davis can do what he did for the Pelicans and be that guy in the middle, like mm-hmm. the, the the wing to out, like the wing to outside, like 
It's going to be straight, honestly, in my opinion. It's going to mm-hmm. be good knowing you have people coming off the bench. Plus, you got JaVale McGee, incredible room protector off the bench. I about JaVale, yeah. JaVale. Yeah, so that's going to help a lot, too. So that's how, that's how I feel about it. I mean, yeah. I'm, I don't know. I think it's going to happen because there's going to be games where – because LeBron plays a little too much center field to me. Like, he, he does. I get his help or whatever. He plays a little too much center field and gets lazy once in a while. But yeah. And there's going to be games where they get blown out by, like, 30, 35 points. So, yeah. we'll, we'll see. And But, in like, I will see in the playoffs, I think it will – because LeBron does play better defense in the playoffs and all that. So, but it will turn around. It will get yeah. there. Yeah. And for the East, I will choose the 76ers over the Bucks. And the only thing that scares me about the 76ers is their – with their loss of JJ Redick, they lost a lot of their they lost their space core space with JJ Redick. Yeah, and they don't have as much depth anymore. That's what that's my like fear for them is depth. I was originally going to choose the Sixers, but that was my fear is that obviously the the Bucks looking at it like on paper, mm-hmm. I don't even know if they have that much depth. I mean, you lose and that Ilya Silva was great. You lose yeah. Meritich, you lose Meritich and Brogdon. That's yeah, two that's, that's huge that's pieces for them. Two, that's two big pieces, but and I, thought, I still think they're better. That's what we're going to say about the the Bucks. I mean, that you lose Meritage and Brogdon. Brogdon was ginormous in last year. He was a 50-40-90 guy. Yeah. He was really good. Meritage has brought good core spacing when he got on the court. That is that's amazing. And, and it's tougher because you need all the shooting. And they replaced him with Wesley Matthews and I forgot yeah. who the other one was. He, yeah. Someone else as well. For But the thing with Wesley Matthews and the other person that they aren't creating their own shot like Brogdon could have done or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think the Sixers. I, yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. think with the Sixers, um, even though lack of depth, they have so many bodies they can throw at Giannis. Like, Jay yeah. Rush might be a little small. He's like 6'7"-ish. So he might be yeah. a little small. But you got Ben Simmons, 6'11". Tobias, he's not a great defender, but he's still a bigger body to throw at Giannis. Mm-hmm. And then I was I was speaking about two years ago or whatever Al Horford he was defending Giannis really well had an MB locking down the middle I think they have so many bodies they can throw that's, at Giannis it would be really the, tough for Giannis to win. Honestly, that's that's the one other thing that's scary for me. I don't think Richardson can guard Giannis. I don't think Ben Simmons can guard Giannis. Al Horford kind of I I I hear things all the time. Oh wow! Like I see I see things on Instagram how. They say that they have the like the Giannis stopper. Like Al Horford was getting destroyed this this past year. Like when they lost four one to to the Bucks. I don't think he can do it. But like having him beat in the middle is going to be really tough with Giannis. Like that's where it's, that's where his shooting is going to have to come in clutch. Like that's where he's going to have to be able to get past a man and pull up for a minute range, mm-hmm. pull up three, or do a floater, or go to the rim, go to the rim strong. Like not as much finesse. Like go to the mm-hmm. rim, embrace contact. And try to finish through contact. Don't just try to Eurostep around someone. Like, or, like I, I don't know. Like, he's going to have to get really creative. No, I agree. But what I was saying, like, I'm not saying any of those guys I just named can guard one, can guard Giannis one-on-one the full game. But, like, just like LeBron versus the Warriors. With like, four people on him, it's going to be hard. Like, like with, the Warriors could rotate the whole game between Klay Thompson, Iguodala, KD, Draymond. So, like. You have these physical defenders bodying on LeBron. LeBron gets tired after a while, and he's like, and you still LeBron, you still great. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, like, when you have guys that you can rotate and stay fresh, compared to Giannis that has to carry his team the whole game, like it gets 
Like, it's harder and harder. So that's why I like how many buys they can put on Giannis. I agree. I agree. Uh, um, so that's all I got. And we can I move guess. on to the next. Yeah. Unless you have something about. else to say. We have no, no, honestly, I mean, I'm honestly, after everything you said, I would almost lean towards the Sixers a little mm-hmm. bit. Their depth just scares me a little bit, but we'll see. Yeah. And I'm sure, and by, before I move on, I'm sure the Sixers will do some trade to get a shooter or something like that. Because they do need, they do need at least one more shooter. They do, they do. But yeah, our next topic will be top NFL players by position. So QB, running back, wide receiver. You want, um, you want what? You want me to go, or you can, you can start? Yeah, you can start if you want. All right, you say so. QB, wide receiver, running back. Yeah. For QB, I'm gonna have to go Pat Mahomes. I was thinking about it. I was thinking about, like, I really like Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. But I just don't – I'm really – I'm interested to see what happened, what they do with him, especially, like, losing um, Doug Baldwin. Yeah. That's hard. But mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Pat Mahomes. I think just the overall creativity and the ability to make players around him better. Like, Chris Conley, I, I'm pretty sure that's who's on. I, I, yeah. I, like – He's like an old. He's like, he's a decent player, okay. But I mean, like with Pat Mahomes running the offense, I feel like he is even better. Like mm-hmm. it looks like they're gonna get Tyree Kill back, and they're like, Tyree Kill's gonna be fine. So like if they get Tyree Kill, that's gonna be incredible. Obviously, they have, in my opinion, the best tight end in the league. Mm-hmm. I would agree. So especially with no Gronk, I'm, I'm gonna have to agree. So that 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 helps a lot. Mm-hmm. And if um I forgot who the running back is, but if that running back can do anything to be to be of any help at all to the point where he can just make himself a threat mm-hmm. it's gonna it's gonna make the play action game and everything just like so dynamic for Patrick Mahomes honestly mm-hmm. yeah, especially with so much speed like their, their team is built around speed but they also just like solid guys like Watkins Hill Chris yeah. Collins Travis Kelsey like like those are just solid guys especially yeah. around Patrick Mahomes who makes like I said he makes everybody, like, everybody around him better mm-hmm. for running back I'm gonna have to go Todd Gurley. Mm-hmm. I think the way they used him in the Super Bowl was uh, was a little questionable. I think his usage was there, but mm-hmm. I was I was almost I was I was almost gonna pick Alvin Kamara because mm-hmm. I was looking at well like but I, I feel like Mark Ingram like not being there is gonna low key not be as good for Alvin Kamara. I think that I feel like I don't know if he's necessarily ready to take all the reps like or like yeah. or most of the reps. I feel like switching him on with Mark Ingram. Add a bit of dynamic, especially since their like styles are different. But mm-hmm. we're gonna go Todd Gurley. I think he's the best all around back in the league. And for wide receiver, well, I mean the younger. Saints. The Saints did pick up Latavius Murray, who is a they did. They did. It, who is like a Mark Ingram type. Back. He, is a, he is a style. He is, he is a Mark Ingram style. And you, you, there were games where like I can't remember who they played exactly, but there were games where Latavius Murray would explode and have incredible yeah. games. I know. Yeah. So. That does add that, and and Kamara's pass game is incredible. Like his mm-hmm. ability to run routes like a receiver and catch like a receiver is is great. Mm-hmm. But I think Todd Gurley is going to be. I think he's going to be the main guy. I think I feel like you can see MVP out of him. That's what that's what mm-hmm. I see in Todd Gurley. For wide receiver, like I said, I go with DeAndre Hopkins. Didn't drop a ball mm-hmm. last year. If Watson can put together a season like he had the year he tore his ACL. Mm-hmm. And obviously, no injuries. Like, but if he can put together a season like that, 
Mm-hmm. Hopkins, right? Like running. I think they have. Um, they still have Will Fuller, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Will Fuller. And I feel like Hopkins alone is going to be able to make that team a contender. Mm-hmm. If their defense, I mean, it's going to be tough because they lost Matthew. They lost Howard Matthew, right? Mm-hmm. He was on the Texans, I think. They lost Howard Matthew. That's going to hurt. But He was on the Texans, yes. Yeah. But, like I said, Hopkins didn't drop the ball last year. So that's the main thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. For me, I'm going to have to go QB Aaron Rodgers. And the one thing, I like Mahomes, but I'm going to really like to see what he can do because Tyreek Hill is going to be suspended for a little bit. Yeah. They lost Kareem. And the thing that made the Chiefs offense so great last year before he got hurt, had that dipped a little bit, was Kareem Hunt's ability to run and even catch out of the backfield really opened up the whole – Chiefs offense, and I, you said Chris Conley, Patrick Mahomes made it a lot better. I think Chris Conley was a lot better just because of all the weapons they have to guard on the Chiefs. Like That's true. They could never, you know. They Chris Conley was never the focus in the game plan. It was stopping Tyree Kale, stopping Kareem Hunt, keeping Mahomes in the pocket. It's stuff like that that made Chris Conley great. But That's true. So I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers because he's, pro- he's proven, you know, last year not the best season. When come, but he still threw 22, intercept, 22 touchdowns to one interception. That's great by itself. That and is, that is good numbers. He's getting a new coach, and their defense, I think, is only going to get better this year. There's just he's got a lot of young guys on that defense, so that's true. I do like the one thing. I, the one thing I do like about him is that well, it's not even really him. It's just mainly really his team. Mm-hmm. I feel like he has one of the best targets in the league like Devonte adams yes like, I, don't know where, I don't know like where people would really put him in like top 10 top five wide receivers like i feel like he's low-key almost squeezing himself in that top five i feel like he's just that good like he and you look at the way he's improved like his route running like he is every, very good like it's it, his ability to get open I mean, like, he, he's really really good so mm-hmm. I, I like him and if everyone just can stay healthy i feel like that's his, his main problem yeah like no, he's, it, he's been getting hurt a little bit, but like I feel like every time he gets tackled on his shoulder, he, he breaks his collarbone. Like obviously, yeah. like exaggerating, but I, I don't. He needs to be. He needs to be like really consistent. Because for me, it'd be either Patrick Mahomes or Drew Brees. Like mm-hmm. I feel like Drew Brees is incredible. Like I wouldn't even think Aaron Rodgers. That's not like I, I. If it's not Patrick Mahomes, it's Drew Brees. That's that's, that's for well, me. Well, Drew Brees fell off a little bit at the at the end of the season. They became the Saints became more of a run team and pass team because Drew Brees is not putting up the numbers that they needed to win. That's true. That's true. So I think Drew Brees fell off a little bit. Yeah. But and Rodgers, I they got a new coach because he wanted McCarthy out, so they got a new coach. Mm-hmm. And they're bringing a whole new staff. They got a new coordinator. I think. This is Aaron Rodgers' year to prove that he's – I think he will put an MVP-type season up for sure. Cool. Yeah, I would agree. I feel like he's capable of doing that for sure. And then for running backs, I'm going to choose Ezekiel Elliott. And I'm choosing him because two to three years he has led the league in rushing. Yeah. And the only reason why he didn't – the only reason why he didn't do it – the only year that he didn't do it was his second year and he got suspended for eight games – but he led in those eight games. He led the league for yards per carry. So if you just do the math, obviously that averages out. He would have led the league in rushing for the third year straight mm-hmm. if he just played all sixteen. 
And then one thing I want to say about Zeke is that his passing game has made such an improvement. Because let's just say I have the numbers up. Last year, he had 77 catches. Two years ago, he only had 26 catches. So he's making himself more of a presence in the run and pass game. And that's just going to be huge when it comes to a guy like Dak Prescott, who is a limited quarterback. But if he can trust his running back to throw the ball, trust his running back enough to be able to throw the ball to him. I really like the addition of uh, for the Cowboys. At least I love Mar- I love Amari Cooper. Yeah, I do. Like, well, they need a number one receiver. Yeah. So like, if Amari Cooper can be, I feel like I see like I can compare. I don't know. I really don't know if they, if their styles are comparable. But I see a lot of like low. Like I see a lot of Devontae Adams and Amari Cooper. Like if, if if he can be like if he can be like a like a dominant presence enough mm-hmm. to where defense has to game plan. Just as well, obviously not just as much, but if, if like if, if it's if it's like as big of a worry for him as it is Zeke, it's gonna open up everything. Mm-hmm. If they can just work work that in a little bit more. No, I agree. And then um, what's it called? I will say Amari was great, but throughout his career, he has been known to being inconsistent, and he's gonna like for the Cowboys to succeed, he has to be consistent number one target because they do have Randall Cobb now, who is a really great pickup for them. Yeah, he's a really good slot to replace to replace Cole Beasley once the Bills. Yep. Um, but if he's not consistent, he's not consistently number one best wide receiver. It's really tough. And I will say, those and Amari Cooper did open up Zeke a little bit because when Amari Cooper came to the Cowboys for those eight games, Zeke averaged 102 yards per game in those eight games. So mm-hmm. it really he does open up the offense and makes him not be, makes the opponent not be able to have like nine in the box for the whole game. Yeah. Heading for our receiver, I'm just going to say Hopkins as well. Same thing you said. There's not much to debate. Like, zero drops and consistently the best player. Yeah. So, so the next question would be, like, uh, Super Bowl predictions, right? Yeah. All right. So, originally looking at this, I was going to say Chargers and Saints. Mm-hmm. But the question of Melvin Gordon, like, restructuring the contract and like, that they're, like, they're not yeah. close like that. Like obviously I'm not a Chargers fan, but that like hurts a little bit because like if he mm-hmm. if he doesn't end up on that team, doesn't play because of contract, or comes in later, I think it's gonna hurt them because of how big and how much he matters to the whole entire. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I just think that like obviously they have wait, who is their backup they had? I, I remember he was solid this year. I forgot his name. Oh no, to be honest, I have to, I'd have to look it up. But they had a like their backup was solid. But what Melvin Gordon did for them this year was or this past mm-hmm. year was so important and so key to them winning. I'm gonna have to go with Saints, Chiefs, Saints, Chiefs. Yes. Oh, Austin Eckler was a running backup. Austin, yeah, Austin Eckler. Yep. Um, He's a good pass catcher. Good pass catcher. Yes, he is. So Saints and Chiefs. Yeah, I have to go Saints and Chiefs only because I feel like the Saints, obviously a questionable call. I feel like the Saints could have should have gone this year. Mm-hmm, I agree. I don't, I don't think the Rams. I don't think the Rams played as well as they needed to. And obviously, once the Rams got there, they didn't play well enough at all. Mm-hmm. So I think that the Saints. I think this is their year. Especially, I feel like Kamara's going to step up. Like you said, they got Latavius Murray. Michael Thomas is only getting better, and he had an incredible season last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if their defense can just. If their defense can stay consistent and step up at mm-hmm. all, I think this is their year. And then for the Chiefs, for obvious reasons, it, I, like, depending on Tyreek Hill's, Tyreek Hill's suspension, 
He's mm-hmm. gonna come back if he can be what he did last year. They're gonna be fine. Some questionable calls again. Like I don't want to like go back and look at questionable calls. But like like that that roughing the passer call on I think that was who who was that was that like that might have been D Ford I think in the playoffs. Oh, on Brady. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think it was D Ford who got it. D Ford's a really good player. I that was just a terrible call. Mm-hmm. Especially like consi- considering who they have. Like they have, they still have Justin Houston. So Chris Jones. They add Tyrant Matthew. Yeah. T- Eric Berry. Is there, Eric Berry still there? No, I don't I uh, do no, not no, believe no. he is. I don't think he's still there. Either either way, Ty- Tyrant Matthew is, is better than Eric Berry, so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like with what they have, I don't think I don't think anybody's beating them. Honestly. Hold on. Uh, Alright. So let me just see real quick. Yeah, he is a free agent. Okay. So my super predictions is Patriots versus Eagles, a rematch of two years ago. Okay. And this is all relied for the Eagles. It all relies on Carson Wentz to stay healthy because he hasn't been healthy like ever really. Mm-hmm. The dude is not healthy, but if he can stay healthy, they have added they added um, Deshaun Jackson, mm-hmm. another good. Good route to pair with Alshon Jeffrey. So they got a deep threat and a sheer hands in Alshon. Mm-hmm. Plus Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar is also really good. And then they still they have Jordan Howard now. Yeah. Jordan Howard. So that kind of brings back their duo. Like, hold on. Like when two years ago, when um the Eagles had like Eric Blunt and um Sproles, was it? I think it was either him or Jerry Jai. I mean, yeah, Lear Blonde, Jerry Jai, yeah, yeah. You got, yeah, you got that duo. So now you have um, Jordan Howard to replace Jordan Jai. Jordan, like, yeah, he, I, him yeah, and Jai are close. Jai can't say That's one problem. So you have that duo, and then they still have the best front front eight in the league. They have like. Front seven, they have like eight defensive linemen that can play at a Pro Bowl they level. From being honest, like they, they have the best defensive linemen. And Doug Peterson is one of the best offensive coaches in the league, I think. So yeah, about like the whole. So you said they have the best front seven in your opinion? Yeah, I think it's close. Like, because you look at the Chiefs, like I said, Chris Jones. They added Frank Clark from the Seahawks. Yeah, I want to see so, how the Chiefs do because I know they add a lot of pieces. I want to see they play together because yeah. they were awful last year, as you all know, on defense. Yeah. They were the worst season team by far. So I want to see how they can do. I think a team that compete with the Eagles when it comes to best front seven will be the Panthers with the addition of McCoy and all that. Mm-hmm. So we'll see about that. But I didn't even I didn't even think about that. That's true. Yeah. I'll I think agree. about I would say the Eagles just because I think they're the most complete roster, especially mm-hmm. in the NFC. Yeah. And then I'm choosing the Patriots over, what's it called, the Chiefs, because for one, again, no Kareem Hunt for the full season. Tyreek Hill is going to be suspended, assumingly. And so I think Patrick Mahomes does take a step back. He will still be great, but he takes a step back from his 50 touchdowns, like 12 pick season. It might be like 45 touchdowns and 15 interceptions, you know. Yeah. So... Um, so I think he takes a step back, and I think the Patriots—they play in the worst division in like football history. It's awful. It is. So they get three six wins there, 
and their schedule overall is not that good. I think they'll have home field throughout the playoffs. And as you may know, no young quarterback goes to Foxborough and wins, especially the in the playoffs. Bill Belichick never loses a young quarterback like that. So, and I'm take I'll just take Tom Brady. I mean, Tom Brady's been there, he's been here, done that. Yeah, not not really yet, much to say about that. He hasn't hasn't shown a sign of slowing down. If I'm being honest, so. Yeah, I would, I, I would like kind of agree. I would. I think the Pages might go like 14 two this year. And they have home field throughout the playoffs. And yeah. Pages versus Eagles. And I think the Eagles would top them again. But I'll save that conversation for a different day. I um, I, I agree with the points you said. Obviously, my two, my two teams are different. I think mm-hmm. that I, I just think that I, I think Andrew Reeves is better than Tom Brady, in my mm-hmm. opinion. And like, 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 like right now, or like right, like not, not all time. Like okay. That's that, that's a completely different topic. Okay, I'm saying like right now, I think you're mm-hmm. And so I feel like obviously they're on the same 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 conference. Mm-hmm. I still think the Chiefs are going to be fine. Uh, Damian, I, I love the running back, Damian Williams. He's mm-hmm. he's all right. He's a solid back. He he did well. I think he he scored a touchdown in, in the game versus the Patriots. I think. Mm-hmm. So he's all right. If he can, like I said, if he can be any any of support, like any support at all, they're going to well, be I good. Mean, will he be able to be the catcher off the backfield as well? Because Kareem Hunt was also a really good wide. They well, lined him out. They lined him outside come. half the time. Like they. I don't. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna um, like replace Kareem Hunt's numbers at all and what he did. Mm-hmm. But if he can be like same sort of style and the defense improves, I think mm-hmm. that's like that's the main thing. One yeah. team. One thing I was thinking about, like, as, like, like, they were good last year, but, like, as a, I think they have a chance, is the Bears, like, low-key. I think the Bears take a step back for sure. I, I think, I, I think the Bears, I think they have a chance. Like, I feel like Trubisky's going to only get better. But I think now that Nagy, the Bears coach, and Trubisky have been together for a year now, I think NFL teams will start to pick, because they had a really creative offense. And I think what made their offense so good is that they just never seen half the stuff before. Like, because it was why it was out there with their offensive game plan yeah. all the time and all that. So I think they take a step back. Yeah. And Trubisky, he is very. I do not like Trubisky at all. I think he's a very limited quarterback. Yeah, I do. I do agree, but I just think that their defense is so dominant mm-hmm. that it even like I feel like you have to put them in the in in in, in there just because of their defense. If Trubisky, if they have an offense that's like the same and their players improve, like they lose Jordan Howard, but Tariq Cohen's so incredible. They have Allen Robinson; he's good for them. Mm-hmm. They have Taylor Gabriel; he's solid. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna be fine. Oh, I don't know. Just Trubisky's decision making and all. I think it's really tough. Yeah, and, I, and even though defense will still be good, the defense bailed them out of a lot of pit interceptions Trubisky had or whatever. I think. I think everything went right for the Bears, and they didn't have many injuries last year. And one thing I know from Vikings fans, especially, when we went thirteen and three, we had no injuries that year. This year, I won't say we were derailed by injuries, but we had important players go out for four games, three games, just injuries like that that will hurt a team like that, like the Bears. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, honestly, yeah, I mean. Like I said, I, I I agree with what you're saying about Trubisky, 
I mm-hmm. like I, I still stand by with the with what their defense does. It's gonna be exciting to watch. Mm-hmm. And one last thing I'll say about the Pavers and Chiefs in the NFL. Like I'm taking. I like Andy Reid as a coach. Bill Belichick. Even though Andy Reid does give Belichick problems, in the playoffs, Belichick has bested Andy Reid many a time. So. Yep. It's all. I mean, it's always there, and it's all. It's it's always hard to pick the younger, the younger guys over over the older, the veterans, the people who have been there. But no, no, mm-hmm. I want. I, I want to see. Like I, I'll go as far as I want to see Mahomes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want because I I don't want Mahomes to be like an incredible player, doesn't get past anybody, mm-hmm. because of just not like they're getting there and then not finishing it out. Like, I, I, I'll see what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's that's uh, all I got. All right, same with me, man. All right, well, this completes the first episode of the Designated Hitters. Like I said, mm-hmm. we are with your host, Michael Dobson, Jack Hansel. Mm-hmm. Hopefully this will be a weekly thing. Uh, thank you for listening.